Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, where we're continuing our Free Comic Book Day 2023 preview extravaganza. Uh, I'm your host, Scott, and joining me today, I've got Kayla from Speech Bubble uh, Apparel. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, people might know you from uh, some of our past events where you and your husband, Kendall, have uh, created uh, the comic book Star Savior Bunny. Yep, that's our girl. She's mm-hmm. on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. <laughs> yeah, you guys have kind of uh, shifted gears a little bit uh, with what you're putting out. Yeah, it, um, I don't know. We just kind of like hit a wall, I think, creatively on Star Savior Bunny. I'll, I'll say I hit a wall creatively on Star Savior Bunny. I think Kendall could keep writing forever, but I think I just needed like... I always knew that illustrating comics was a difficult task, but I think you don't really know how much it is until you're actually doing it. And it, it then almost kind of became a chore. So I felt like I didn't want it to be like a bad relationship with like our creation. So I was like, maybe we should just take a break for a little bit. Well, yes. What was your, what was your pace? Like a page a week? Yeah, we were trying to. So when we first started out, it was a solid page a week that we were actually like posting on um oh, what was that tapas yes tapas yeah. and we were actually doing it like pretty well got through like issue one issue two pretty steadily and then issue three is where i started to fall behind and you know a page a week became a page a month and then it became a page every five months so yeah. it's just you know it's like all right because <laughs> i think with those things you have to be consistent otherwise you yeah. know readers get frustrated and i get it as somebody who you know also like takes in other people's content you you feel like you kind of are owed it <laughs> you know what i mean no i get what you're saying yeah. but now you guys have been uh how long have you been doing you've switched over to now you like make and sell your own shirt designs yeah how long ago did you guys switch over to that It's probably been about a solid year that we've officially been doing it. We've been talking about doing it for a while, but um, it wasn't until last summer where I actually buckled down and invested in the right equipment that we needed. Because before that, it was kind of a frustrating process because it was very, um, you know, like very DIY. Um, And with something like screen printing where it has to be so uh what's the word i'm thinking of it has to be so like perfect almost just Mm -hmm. in the way that you're putting the screen together that the whole diy approach was just so incredibly frustrating because like you would go through hours of preparation to get the screen ready and then like try to do this like 12 minute exposure using just a a lamp (laughs) in like our dark garage it was like all right this isn't this isn't great. So about a year ago, I just really buckled down and invested in like the the equipment needed to actually like get it done the correct way. And so we've been like doing it pretty solidly for about a year now. So, yeah. um, You know, what made you decide that you wanted to start designing like apparel? I'll say, because I know you do things beyond just shirts. Yeah. So I actually um, went to school for, fabric design um as my undergrad and 
so I've always had this like fascination and connection with making graphics on apparel and then like or making uh graphics on like yardage of fabric and then using that fabric to create something else you know that's mm-hmm. always been something that I've been interested in ever since I was a little kid I've always loved like clothing and I've always loved kind of like exploring how different you know silhouettes can like change a person's appearance and that kind of thing so I kind of always knew that I wanted to do something in fashion and not high fashion to be specific but just like something with putting my personal artwork on something that somebody can wear like I think that's just really cool so um I went to undergrad for that and tried to get into that industry a little bit but then it kind of felt um I don't know like it didn't feel like the right fit when when it came to that kind of like actual career path it felt very limited in your creativity actually which is kind of surprising because like your whole job is to create but Mm -hmm. you know you're not working for yourself so you're just creating what other people want um so I think now I have a job that kind of gives me more freedom to actually like work for myself and really think about like what I want to see on, on apparel and see if other people out there really like that too, you know? Yeah. My, my recommendation for like creative types is always like make what you would want to buy because odds mm-hmm. are somebody else will want that too. And if right. it's not something you're, especially if it's not something you currently are seeing anywhere. Exactly. And I mean, like, that's, that's part of it, too, is just kind of finding, like, obviously, like, you can be an artist that wants to create for the sake of creating, which I certainly do. I enjoy just making things. I don't necessarily always come at it from an angle of trying to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. But you, it's always this really delicate balance of then like, okay, well, now I do need to kind of fund this thing I'm doing so that I can keep doing it. So what can I make that other people want, but is still true to like what I am trying to put out there as an artist. That's always a really difficult dance, I think. And I think anybody who sells their creative works would like agree with that, you know? (laughs) So what do you have to do to change like how you, uh, you approach designing a t-shirt versus like designing like a, a more traditional piece of art? Yeah. So I think, um, for our t-shirts it's definitely a lot more casual I would say because of the fact that it's a t-shirt you know what I mean nobody's Mm -hmm. buying um a graphic t-shirt well I won't say that there are graphic t-shirts out there that put out really strong important messages definitely but I think a lot of times like at least for me like I like looking for kind of like unique t-shirts that you wouldn't see everywhere which they're just kind of weird you know yeah I feel like there's kind of this casual freedom and just put it where, you know, an idea will pop in in my head and I'll be like, Oh, that's kind of funny. I wonder like if that would catch on as a, as like a kind of like sassy slogan or like something that would make somebody chuckle if you saw it like walking down the street Um, as opposed to something where when you're making like quote unquote fine art per se, there's kind of more of this pressure to be like conceptual and is it thought provoking and is it sending a message to people and you know, what materials are you using that also kind of feeds into that concept and like what choices are you creatively making to really put together this like innovative thing, you know? 
-hmm. that's high pressure. That's a lot to ask of somebody. Um, and there's some people who just, I don't think as a creative person, I've never been very strong at using my creative ability to convey important thoughts. I know that sounds kind of bad. Like I have important thoughts, but I don't think that that's like my purpose as a creator. I think there's people out there who are doing that so well and wonderfully already. And I like to take in their work. So for me, it's kind of more about just making people laugh or like just a little bit of joy or just something stupid. You know what I mean? (laughs) So not everything needs to be for lack of a better term, term, like important or thought provoking. Right. Like you don't need to reinvent the world all the time. I mean, you do that with your personal actions, but you don't necessarily have to do that with every shirt you make. Right. Or yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think there's this, um, this kind of stereotype of like the artist has to be a deep thinker. And I do think that most people who are creatively inclined are thinking deeply about the world around them because you're seeing it in a different way than people who aren't creatively inclined, but it, yeah, exactly. It's just like, I don't know. That pressure shouldn't be put on anybody unless they want to be doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right. So can you tell me a little bit about some of like your design styles that you've been doing? Like, I know you've done like a couple of uh, interesting series with your shirts. Mm-hmm. Like I know you did the um, Zodiac sign uh, series. Like, what was the inspiration behind that? Yeah, so I I am definitely, like, intrigued by, you know, mythical, mythical stories, um, you know, into kind of, like, uh, what is the word? Oh, my gosh, I'm blanking. Mm-hmm. Edit this out, Scott. <laughs> I'll see how lazy I am when it comes to that. No. So people will know. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, what is the word? It starts with an A when you are. <laughs> oh, like astronomical or? Yeah, like. Yeah. I, I just like into astrology. Um, I'm. It's so funny. I'm like bare minimum into astrology. Like I'm not that deep. I just like the fact that, you know, like there are these certain star signs that you're supposed to be, you know, that are supposed to describe you perfectly. It's just like kind of ridiculous, but it's kind of cool. Cause like when you really sit down and think about it and like, I know a lot of it is probably just like you uh, influencing and kind of convincing yourself that you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm such a Scorpio or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, sometimes it is kind of dead on and you're just like, huh, that's that's weird. (laughs) You know? Well, I have a different perspective on that because my birthday happens to fall like right on like the precipice of one. So depending where you're looking for horoscopes, I'm either a Capricorn or a Sagittarius. <laughs> and it's just like, none of these really make sense for me. See, I think you're such a Capricorn. See, I, I don't even remember what those like said about <laughs> those things. But then, you know, the Chinese New Year affects it too. So then I'm an ox. I don't know what that means. I'm not, I'm not yeah. supposed to get along with the rooster, I think. Like, you know, people like Uh-oh. to, I There's think humans there. like to have, find patterns amongst the chaos. Yes. Like, I, I think, I think it kind of comes from a primordial sense of that. However, yeah, totally. what's fun about doing that as a shirt design series is everybody's got a star sign. Exactly. So there's a, there's and one for anybody there. We tried to do it in a way where 
it's kind of silly, just like all of our other designs where it's like, I drew the, I drew the traditional, um, you know, kind of sim symbolic image for that sign. And then, but I did it in like my personal style and like kind of like made them a little like twisted and a little bit gross, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they're still very cute. So when you first look at it, you're kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Cre creepy cute is a way I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, creepy cute. And then, yeah. but I think the part of it that people really seem to like was that we picked out like the pros of that sign, like the pro personality points, or at least the things that I saw as like pros. And then like the cons, so because like you know everybody has flaws whether they want to admit it or not, you know. And like yeah. I think some people embrace that and like self depreciative humor, like I do. So it's kind of, yeah. I just felt like it was a funny way to explore that. So unless you're a Pisces, then you'll never unless you're a anything. I don't I don't know if that's based on anything. I'm just pulling one out. <laughs> you just picked uh, a random one. Yeah, but no, you do like <laughs> you know you'll you'll do stop. like pop culture reference ones and stuff too. Like you know, mm -hmm. everyone we have the the Raven Bart Simpson one at our store for sale. Okay, which is one of my favorites because it's also the Simpsons. But <laughs> you know, where it says "quote the Raven, eat my shorts," which is funny. It's yeah, I mean, and it's like it's um you know that's what I love TV. I love movies. I love I'll pretty much watch anything. Mm -hmm. Um. And I just, at first you're kind of like, oh, well, you know, like, are you really, like, is that really ethical? You know what I mean? Because you're kind of taking some other creator's idea. But when I'm doing that, and I do agree, like, there are certain rules around that, mm -hmm. um, you know, to like honor that person who originally made that content. But like, I always do it as a way of showing just how much I love that thing. You know, it's like, I never try to take credit for it. I do try to like put a spin on it. That makes it kind of unique to me. Like, but it's more about like, what did I love about that thing? I'm going to pick out that aspect of that thing that I love that I think would make a good graphic that I wish was merchandise that I could buy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not something that you would just see in a target. It's something that like is kind of like a deep cut, you know, not essentially yeah. everything I do, but it's more like, wow, I just really love this thing. And I appreciate like the detail and the humor that you put into that. And I want that to be something that I can represent, you know? Yeah. And like, at least with The Simpsons specifically, I do know there is like a bootleg collector's market for that. <laughs> so there, there, there's a weird subculture with that specifically. Um, but you know, like I said, not everything you guys do. And, like, I know you've done some stuff where you've taken old, like, Batman panels and kind of, like, cut them and rearrange them. It's like, um, yeah. it's kind of like sampling a song, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like, we were doing, like, a collage series for a little bit. Um, We had a Spider-Man one, too, that we never actually made because I kind of wanted to rework it. But it was just, like, exactly. It's, like, you're looking through all of this beautiful line work, from these old comics and it's just like I think so many people look at them and don't actually take in like how beautiful that that really is you know yeah. it's because it's such an iconic thing you're like oh that's spider-man but yeah. like the drawings are beautiful you know and like it's just really fun to like flip through that thing and kind of cut out your favorite bits and pieces and like place them together like a quilt of like all of my favorite moments of like Mm -hmm. this issue of spider-man and 
to be clear guys i'm not actually ripping i am ripping up old comics but they're like old collections they're not actual yeah like, they're, they're trade paperbacks yeah, yeah i just wanted they're, to they're reprints that. yeah uh, <laughs> no we would never advocate destroying actually no never <laughs> um unless you have to to make wallets or something but that's fine um <laughs> No, I think that's cool because it also changes like the context of how it's experienced, you know, and like for lack of a better term, like the average person, especially the because you're doing like old comics. Right. They usually don't go back like myself included. Like, I, you know, I've gone back and read some of this old stuff. Like, I don't go out of my way to read a ton of it. Mm -hmm. But you got to imagine like, you know, the person who sees like Batman at Target is not a person who's going to do that and go pick up the old trades. No, yeah, they're just making a quick buck off of an yeah. iconic yeah. symbol. Like they, they, you know, like like oh, there's a Batman movie. I'll go watch that. And like that, not, right? I'm not saying they don't like the character. Or no, that's like the but, wrong way to enjoy them. But yeah, there's it, a it, different appreciation. Yeah. yeah, and I think that that's cool. And again, it's not something I can go into like Spencer's and pick up. Right. You know. Well, and then when you really think about all of the process that we did behind that to make that product, like the flipping through of the magazines, the cutting out of the images we like, the rearranging of those images to be in a in a um, composition that we think looks good, to make the screen and then to print the shirts is really like a labor of love. You're not just going to pick any random stupid thing. I mean, some people might think what we make is stupid, but like, oh, I'm yeah. not going to just pick any thing that doesn't mean something to me because i'm going to be spending a long time with it like and especially that batman one like that yeah. screen was such a like such a troubling like because it was just so big and such fine detail that it caused a lot of problems so like we really wanted to make that so we really just like had to keep going with it and try to get it right and that was like one of our first successful screens so that print is like pretty special to me just because mm -hmm. that was like the first like actual professional looking thing that we had produced you know <laughs> yeah and yeah, that's cool <clears throat> it's a lot of really weird old batman panels yeah <laughs> like people are always like oh and then they start reading them and they're like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like people batman don't realize like <laughs> people take batman very so your husband Kendall and I have a, a Batman podcast, which is the, <laughs> the old one, the old Adam West show. So we're like, oh yeah, this is really silly and like, yeah, serious. People take Batman very seriously. He is a much stranger body of work than I think people uh, want to engage with. Totally. Uh, I'm not saying one way is wrong or better than the other, but like, no. that's part of what makes a character like him fun, is you yeah. can interpret him in all kinds of funny ways, like exactly and then yeah it's just yeah. a side of him you don't see often you know yeah and i think that's fun they're called comic books not drama books drama books yeah, <laughs> i would I mean, also read a drama book though <laughs> i mean i have a fair few of them on my shelf behind me <laughs> but um yeah and that's you know that's not to say like you guys do do a lot of original designs not everything you do is related to, to pop culture no um, yeah I know you do like, a lot um, of stuff with like cats and dogs because well i know you're a, an animal person Yes. Yeah. Like cat, um, animals are my favorite thing to draw. I love, um, I don't know. There's such a beautiful like symmetry to animals. It's really satisfying for me to draw them in just a certain way. 
-hmm. just really think that they're gorgeous to look at and I never get sick of them. Um, And I think that I like to use those. um, So like basically if you haven't seen our work, it's kind of influenced by a lot of like vintage cartoon styles, a lot of vintage Valentines that I like to look at, a lot of vintage kind of like motifs that you pick up from like thrift stores and that kind of thing. Like I just love the look of vintage cartoon character work essentially. Mm -hmm. And so I like playing around with that and kind of like twisting it and kind of adding like these kind of like creepy little factors that are, are just kind of like just a tiny bit twisted, but not like so gross that you wouldn't want to wear it you know (laughs) and like I like to pair or it's like it'll be something like demented like it's like a sweet little kitten but then it's like you know eating a human heart or something you're just like what am I looking at right now you'll just have like a a generic cute cat and it says like fuck around and find out right and then it has like yeah exactly it has like this message of kind of like you know I don't know it's kind of like this weird um dichotomy of just like I think a lot of it stems from like being a a female and kind of like you know like maybe not so much anymore as like we raise like our female children but like definitely when I was growing up it's like everything you love is cutesy and everything is very you know feminine and everything's like kittens and hearts and flowers and I as a person eat that shit up I love it but like it's also kind of like you know I'm also like an adult woman who can like take care of myself and I'm gonna like let you know about it I love Mm -hmm. kittens and rainbows but also like don't mess with me (laughs) you know (laughs) well that's cool um I mean you guys are still working on like traditional uh comic book stuff too yeah um so like I know you did illustrations for a, a children's book right yeah, we did. I did illustrations. I was working a little bit as like a children's book illustrator um, for like a freelancing company. And that was cool. I did one. I did a book myself that I kind of I had like got, during COVID. That's what I started doing was I had this idea for a little children's book um, and kind of like spent the time writing it and drawing it out. And I really enjoyed that process. But like after sitting with that book for a while, I was kind of like, it was like a good go at it but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think this book is gonna go anywhere but like it opens up kind of like all these other ideas that I would like to try to make into stories so and keep playing around with that but like yeah like we kind of just have been I, I will always be um like an illustrator at heart i think a lot of our even our t-shirt work is all based in illustration essentially you know yeah i like clean graphics i like um playing around with bold line i just like am very into that aesthetic so illustration is like very satisfying for me not that that's always what illustration looks like but traditionally speaking you know yeah um but yeah like (laughs) our new our new line is we've been playing around with uh, bit mapping and um, like half tone printing. So essentially like we'll take an image and break it down into all of its tiny little like pixelated circles. Like 
you know how they used to color the comic books, right? Yeah, it was like um, yeah, it's like it's like dot like pointillism or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can break the image down into that and burn that onto the screen, and so you get these really. It's like this really cool effect where up close it looks like just a bunch of tiny dots, but at the further away you get from it, you see the picture kind of play out. That's cool. Um, it is really cool, and like so. <laughs> The idea all started because we were wa- <laughs> we were watching the Santa Claus. Can I say that? Am I allowed to say the title of something? It's fine. Yeah. Okay. We were watching the Santa Claus. The Tim, Tim Allen, Allen one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we were talking about Tim Allen, and um, found that he had before he was an actor, he had been arrested for like uh, smuggling cocaine or something. So I think he's got a couple of drug busts on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know why. I'm I'm not laughing at his misfortune, I guess. It just is funny because for a while on TV, he's like supposed to be like this wholesome, like, I'm the family guy, you know? Yeah, you know, you, you think of uh, Tool Time and you right. think of Buzz Lightyear, you know? <laughs> right. He's like, oh, man. So he has this mugshot. And he's actually like quite handsome in it. And he has like this little handlebar mustache. He looks like very 70s. Um, it's a great mug shot. And we were like, this should be on a t-shirt. Something <laughs> about it. We were like, this needs to be on a t-shirt. But like, how do, I don't want to draw it because I want it to look just like him. So how do we get this image the way it is on a t-shirt? And like through a little bit of research discovered like the halftone printing and now we have like a whole series of like celebrity mug shots that we're gonna do. That's pretty cool, actually. Which I'm I really was excited. If you guys got anything cool coming up? Yeah, like we have. So, um, yeah. Well, I won't give them all away. You'll just have to find out every comic book day. But that yeah. I'm like really excited about that series because it's just like I don't know. I'm along with being really into TV and movies. I think comes along with this fascination of like celebrities and stuff. So I think that that kind of like plays into us pulling things from pop culture you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean it's the thing we all share so right exactly it makes sense you know well scott thank you for summing that up duh of course that makes sense why have i never (laughs) thought of that before (laughs) that's the secret to our business now it's fine to our business (laughs) um but yeah i i looking forward to seeing some new designs for me for comic day uh looking forward to having y'all as always i know uh we're doing something special this year where certain vendors are going to have some of the free comics at their table and you guys are going to be doing the uh the archie horror comic oh yeah yeah so the only way to get that at the show will be to come to you you have to yeah (laughs) there's no other way so you have to you have to see you have to see the shirts how else will you know if jughead ever slays those vampires or not yeah i know he was a werewolf once he was i think that one was pretty good actually i like that one <laughs> i think the, i think the free comic book day one is original story and i think it's sabrina nice but i i i'd have to pull up the description in front of me i think that's what i remember it being but i have, i deal with like five hundred thousand comics every week so i don't they all start to leave my brain almost that's weird since you work in a doctor's office yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well um i thank you for joining me uh it's always fun talking to you and one thing i've discovered is like with creative people i love just talking the creative process i find it fascinating so hopefully other people 
respond to that as well. Yeah. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you on May 6th. Me too. Thank you so much for having us. And I'm excited to meet all the people and uh, hear what other creators are doing and listening to to their process as well. Because I know sometimes when you go to events like this, you want to talk to like other people who are making stuff, but it can be a little intimidating. So I think what you're doing here is a really great way to like spotlight what people are doing without kind of putting that pressure on you know and, well one of the things that's kind of fun about this now you're the exception to this rule is <laughs> the day is so busy i don't get to talk to anybody ever right so it's the first time i get to get to know some of our guests now you know i've been involved with you and your husband's life for a few years now so we yeah. we, we, we talk on, a little <laughs> on the regular but you know like i've already interviewed like you know kit i never get to hang out with her because i only right. ever see her like briefly at these shows and i have to move on and do a million other things um, you know, I've got Natasha Allegri's coming up on the show. So uh, excited. At least as of this recording, I haven't had a chance to talk to her yet. I think next weekend is whatever the 24th is. is, is Natasha Allegri, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited to talk to her and, you know, because she, you know, just also because she's a new person for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, that's, I mean, yeah, I'm in talks with a bunch of people to come out and, uh, you know, I, so we'll see who everyone gets to join us. I think I'm going to have stuff. These podcast episodes lined up all the way until May, uh, May 5th. That's awesome. So, so there should be a bunch of people where you get to talk to. And there might be a couple of like people who join us later. And I'll just do like mm-hmm. special drops just off the schedule. So, all right. Well, thank you again, Kayla. Very um, cool. Thank look, you. Look forward to seeing you soon. I'll drop the. Speech Bubble Apparel is your Instagram, right? I'll put that in the description of the this episode. Yes. We also uh, just uh, launched a website, like an official oh. on Shopify where you can actually buy stuff. So Nice. What's the website? Buy stuff, please. <laughs> What's your address? It's just speechbubbleapparel.com. Okay. It's easy enough. There you go. I'll make sure that that links everywhere as well. Right. So thank you again. Uh, We'll look forward to seeing you and everybody else on Saturday, May 6th for Giant Size Free Comic Book Day 2023. Woohoo!